Welcome to City Soundtracks, a traveling conversation with musicians about the places that shape their musical lives. I'm your host, Rishikesh Hirway. This podcast is produced by Google Play Music. Big Frida is a musical ambassador of New Orleans. She first got involved in the bounce scene in the late 90s. Bounce is New Orleans' distinctive brand of call-and-response hip-hop. It was born out of neighborhood block parties, and Frida has helped take it from a local, underground scene into a national phenomenon. In the wake of Hurricane Katrina, Big Frida was one of the first artists to move back to New Orleans and help rebuild the city. She's released four albums and collaborations with Beyonce, Diplo, and RuPaul, and five seasons of her own reality show, Big Frida, Queen of Bounce. In this episode, Big Frida takes us on a tour of some of the landmarks of her own musical history in her native city of New Orleans. After listening to our conversation, head over to the Google Play Music app and search City Soundtracks to listen to a playlist curated by Big Frida. How would you describe bounce to someone who'd never heard it before? When I describe bounce music, it's an up-tempo, heavy bass, call-and-response type music where you would kind of lead the crowd into what you wanted them to say. You know, if I say big, y'all say Frida, big, Frida, big, Frida. If I say queen, y'all say diva, queen, diva, queen, diva. You would kind of give them what you want them to say. And that stuff would, like, just pop in the brain at you know, anytime, like even today when I'm performing sometime, you know, I may come up with something and if I want the crowd to respond, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this y'all and I want y'all to say this here. Big Frida, where did you grow up? I grew up uptown uh, New Orleans on Josephine Street, which was a very different neighborhood. You know, it was not far from a lot of the different surrounding projects. And we stayed on a little corner house, a little shotgun house, two-bedroom house. Me, my mom, my stepdad, and my brother and my sister. Was there a lot of music in that house when you were growing up? Oh, most definitely. Uh, When we would have to clean up, my mom will be blasting all type of music. She will be playing anybody from, you know, Michael Jackson to Frankie Beverly and Mays to Patti LaBelle to the OJs. Did your mom have a favorite artist? Definitely. She was in love with Frankie Beverly and Mays, and she would just, like, have it so loud. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, you love that man. She like, yes, that is my husband. <laughs> was there a song that, that she would play most of all? Happy feelings. Did your life and your sense of yourself as a performer and as a singer start while you were still living in that house? You know, growing up as a kid on Josephine Street, we saw lots of lots of things. We saw you know, good and bad. We saw drug dealing, we saw killings, we saw happy times, we had block parties. We did everything in that neighborhood. And that kind of brings me to, when I joined the church pressing on with that I joined, right away, my godmother, who was the Sunday school teacher and the choir director, she started to train me to, 
be more musically inclined. So she would have me to get up and read poems. She would have me to do solos. She would also take it a little further, and she made me her assistant choir director once I got a little bit older. Was that church also in Uptown? Oh, yeah, definitely. It was five blocks away from my home. So it was literally, I used to walk to church. Was there a song that was your favorite to sing? Oh, I had many songs that was my favorite to sing. If You Come to Have Church, Can't Nobody Do Me Like Jesus, Amazing Grace. Can't Nobody Do Me Like Jesus. How does that go? Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. He's my friend. Yes. Awesome. Can you tell me about block parties in New Orleans? What does that mean when you had your first block party? And also, where was that? Well, it was in Zion City, which was still uptown in New Orleans. And block parties are where they bring a DJ on the block. They play some music. Everybody come out. What kind of stuff would the DJ be playing? He would play definitely DJ Jubilee. Pump the Pump the Party. He would play different stuff by Willie Puckett. He would play stuff by Miss T. All the classical godfathers of bounce music, all the people, the pioneers, that started the game. Okay, let's talk about when you got into the game for the first time. You did a block party with your friend Katie Red. Is that right? Was that in Uptown as well? Yeah, that was actually in the back of Katie's project, which was the Melphamine Project. And there was this little bar called the Sports Bar where we had the party at. And Katie started to get on the mic there. That's when I got in a rap career or whatever because I was getting out of high school and Katie Ray was my best friend. So at that time, Katie needed some supporters. And me and my other friend, Adolph, we would be like her backup singers. And it was just like so packed. All the people in the project were talking about it. You know, it was right literally behind the project. Katie actually has a song called Melphamine Block Party. Yes. The Melphamine Project was right up the street, literally like five blocks in between us. And you would be bouncing from each one, from the Melphamine to the Calio to the Magnolia. And we were all uptown people, so we all related in so many ways. You know what I'm saying? With with our attitudes, the way we talk, the way we dress. We all saw each other on a daily basis. Could you divide the scene up? in Uptown between these places in terms of the musical culture? Did those also feel like they changed from place to place? Well, no, not really. All the music, like whatever we were listening to on Josephine, they were listening to in the mouth. Whatever they were listening to in the mouth, the Calio was listening to it. Whatever the Calio was listening to, the Magnolia was listening to. The only difference of the music was when you had a rapper that was off of Josephine, you had a rapper that was off the Melphamine, you had a rapper that was off the Magnolia, 
we will all be delivering different lyrics to represent our neighborhoods. You know, like I would say, J-O-S-E-P-H-I-N-E, where I'm from, that Josephine. Katie would say, that mouth, that mouth on fire. These player hating hoes is tired. And then the Magnolia will be like, you got to roll with that Noya. That wild Magnolia. Them third world soldiers. I thought I told ya. We were all from the same area, which was called the Third Ward. So it was all those wards, you know, just in different places. But we all represented our different projects or our different hoods. And so now let's go to 2000 and your first block party in Zion City. Well, definitely things changed because of this block party in particular. I was already well known for having a voice in, in a church and people knowing me around the city. And especially at high school, I was very popular. And when I did this first block party, I just got so much love and attention. And people were running around New Orleans singing my songs. You know, that's when my career really started to blossom in about 2000. What kind of beats were you rapping over? It was just like an instrumental. When we first start off, you don't have no songs made. So it was just like either the Cheeky Black beat or the Roll Call beat, which was an instrumental beat that would run. And you can come up and say any of your lyrics on top of the beat, and it would just go together. The beat would come in like boom, ba boom, 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 ba boom. And so I would just come up and I would just be like, uh-huh, oh yeah, these hoes, they mad, your boy, I had, I made my cash. And I just had catchy stuff where the girls would be like, oh, did you hear what he said? Yes. So <laughs> it would just be like fun times. We would jump on any instrumental and we could just, you could rap anything on an instrumental. You could take a modern day song now and put it on a bounce beat on that same two instrumentals, and it will roll with that sound. Tell me about the Cheeky Black Beat. Like, that's such a staple to the origins of this era of bounce music. Where did that come from? Do you remember when you first heard that beat? Um, I don't remember exactly when I first heard it, but it was already, you know, pieced together in many bounce songs or whatever. But DJ Manny Fresh is the creator of that beat. And it was already, like I said, used in so many bounce songs, just as well as the roll call and the brown beat. You know, those are the three beats that make up the pie to bounce music. So they were already used and divided in so many ways. They might sample just a certain part out the Cheeky Black beat. So when I first started to record my own music, I definitely heard it in the studio in about 2000, 2001. So then you put out your first album in 2003, uh, but then in 2005, Katrina happened, and I'm sure everything changed after that. Yeah, it did. Everything changed a whole lot. <laughs> you had to leave New Orleans, of course, along with everybody else. How long were you gone for? Probably about a year. When we first got evacuated, they took us around to an army base, a campground, to a church camp. It, we went a few places. Then we went to Laplace for a few months. And then my mom moved to reserve. And then I moved to Houston for about a year. And then I came back. I was, you know, probably one of the few first people that came back to New Orleans once the housing started to, to open up. And, um, you know, when I came back, I started a Friday night at one of the clubs that didn't get damaged on the West Bank, which was on the other side of the river. 
and that club would have lines down the block, round the corner. That's just how many people wanted to come out and try to enjoy themselves while we were going through the disaster that we were going through. And that was Caesars? Yes, Club Caesars on the West Bank. FEMA Fridays. The line would be double, going both ways down the block and round the corner. Parking would be crazy. It was just like off the chain. I would hold it down every Friday. I only needed one mic. Everywhere we go is dangerous. I ain't so dangerous. Everywhere we go is dangerous. I just want to be dangerous. Everywhere we go is dangerous. Everywhere we go is dangerous. Everywhere we go is dangerous. Around this time, this is when bounce started to change, right? Yeah, it did start to elevate and change a little bit. You know, it started to become a little bit faster. Um, they they had came out with a song called Faster. That's 10th Ward Buck, right? Yes, you definitely know, did your homework. <laughs> yes, it's 10th Ward Buck. And it, the beat was just so fast. It was just like, oh, my God, what is this? Is there somebody who's a new artist these days that you think is exciting? Oh, there's a few. You got High Sizzle, The Voice. You got Flyboy Kino. You have Reedy. You have so many great little young up-and-coming artists that, you know, are doing their thing and uh, represent New Orleans. If someone came to New Orleans and they were looking for the birthplace or the home of Bounce, where would you send them? What's ground zero for Bounce? There's no real spot for that. You know, all of New Orleans is Bounce music. So you can be riding up a street and somebody can be playing Bounce in their car. You can be at a on Bourbon Street at a bar and somebody's playing Bounce music. You can be in a neighborhood and there's a DJ or a block party. You can be at a club scene. Every club is playing Bounce music. You can turn on the radio as you're riding in your car. You're going to hear Bounce music. So there's no one particular place. Bounce is New Orleans, so we, it's all over. You can catch it any and everywhere, I promise you. You might see somebody at a red light jump out the car and start dancing when a red light is red off of a bounce song. That's just how serious it is. Big Frida, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. That was Big Frida talking about her hometown of New Orleans and its music. City Soundtracks is an original podcast by Google Play Music, a smarter, more assistive music streaming service. Each episode is accompanied by a playlist. Visit the Google Play Music app to stream all the music we talked about today and to hear more songs selected by Big Frida and inspired by New Orleans. This show is produced by Imprint Projects and Pineapple Street Media. I'm Rishikesh Hirway. Thanks for listening.